the readings this week were so rough. Like they were, I was, I, I mean, we already did John three fourteen through twenty one, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we did the snake on a stick one. Too. We did. That was so, a good episode, if I may say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So then after that, it was like Psalm one hundred seven and Ephesians and mm-hmm. Psalm 107 was basically talking about how people sinned and they deserve their sufferings and like but and like God was just in punishing them but then was merciful and like removing some of their afflictions and I was like I can't mm-mm, mm-mm. like I don't really want to write I don't really want to record a rage episode mm-hmm so I'm gonna go with the like least worst <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm I'm still not impressed I mean but that's real all of that's real because yeah I sometimes listeners sometimes you read through the lectionary text and you're like no no to all of these no to and all that's of these. fine too um someone asked me recently about being like cherry picking being like a, a cherry what is a cafeteria christian like cherry picking oh yeah and that notion is just one that i reject because it 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 sort of implies or pretends like that's not the nature of like the human condition right yeah. and it's like that's silly like they're like this is whether we like it or not and oftentimes not as an oppressed person but like this is a subjective endeavor mm-hmm. I, I cannot while I deeply want to and I think in this podcast we do make our assertions as you know as assertions I can't I I don't I can't tell someone like no that's not it with the same level of like proof that I can with like a math equation you know right and that yeah. burns my grits because all of the hate that is spewed in the name of the biblical text is wrong, right? But like, I can't tell them the words on the page aren't the words on the page. I can tell them about context, right? I can tell them about history. We still got to deal with the words on the page. Yeah. That's, yeah, really well said. And that's the thing that is so... I I had a friend who was asking me basically like well if you can't just read it and understand what it's saying and it could sound like the opposite of what it's actually saying then like what good does it do Mm -hmm. and I in some ways didn't have an answer because it's true like if you have to spend I mean what I said was this was written 2000 years ago and the context made a lot more sense at the time. And so we have to go back to that time in order to have a better understanding of what, what the intention was to try to get closer to that. Um, but I think they have really quickly because my, my thing made noise, the intention, we have to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. So 
my my answer was that um that this was written about 2000 years ago give or take i mean some parts are a lot older and some parts are a little bit more recent but it made sense at the time is the best answer that i have mm-hmm. is like for the communities who were originally reading and or hearing um these texts uh they they were doing the work on those communities um in a way that we have to get back to as best we can um and it's kind of not the fault of scripture that it is hard to read now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in the same way that it's not um you know and that's i mean part of the good news is that like the holy spirit keeps moving and the holy spirit moves in in context um so the way that god speaks to us now is not necessarily the same um in some ways perhaps um in some situations may be similar to the way the holy spirit moved in a couple of millennia ago um because there is you know we we understand how the holy spirit moves um through understanding scripture mm-hmm. in addition to tradition and the ways that our friends and family have kind of shaped our understanding of mm-hmm. like who and what god is mm-hmm. um lived experience lived experience yeah um but it is um it's going to be different because we're in a different time and place um and so that's that's what makes it hard but it's still i don't know worth it and and there are parts that like for that same reason i mean ephesians ephesians has some of the most notorious um passages in the bible uh that are real messed up right mm-hmm. um there are a couple of chapters away from what we're going to read today and that's not god that's historical cultural context mm-hmm. and i mean part of what i i would argue about that is like ephesians is an assimilationist text um and it's not often that assimilate that assimilation is i like i i don't know of a situation in which assimilation is not harmful um what like assimilation what does assimilation mean and, and what do you mean it's an assimilation text um assimilation means uh ordinarily uh so this is this is an isaiah interpretation i don't know if you would find this, this in the dictionary doctor <laughs> Professor <Yeah>. Isaiah Lewis. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Talking out of my you know what? Degree. Um, Talking degrees. out of his degrees. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Um assimilation is when a group of people is um so so there's there's a dominant group and then there is a an other so to speak 
um, and the other like basically is sucked into the um the order and the norms of the dominant group um so an example would be when like the idea of america as a melting pot right um that's an assimilationist understanding of america wherein um you have immigrants from other countries, other cultures, um, from who who are quote unquote different from the norm. The norm, like implicitly being white middle class, like wasps, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that. Um, if you, when you come to America, you become Americanized, which is to say you become uh, like white people. You mm-hmm. become trying to become like white mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And like maybe if you're good, you'll be sort of close, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And that is violence. <laughs> That's just violence. Um, and... Like, I I can't think of a time in which assimilationism doesn't do violence to the people who are supposed to be assimilated, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because Mm -hmm. it is capitulating to um, power, to the sense that um, because, because, you know, white people or because people who are neurotypical um are mm-hmm. in power uh, that that makes them good mm-hmm. and in order to become good you have to become like them mm-hmm. right that's that's violence um and so ephesians does some of that violence um actually quite a bit of that violence um because it where Last episode, we were talking about Paul, actual Paul, and his understanding of like an appreciation of the otherness of the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians and the ways in which they could equally participate in God's, um, God's, I don't know, I want to say like God's plan, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. being, being children of Abraham, right? Um, and recipients of God's grace. In Ephesians, we're still talking about Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians, but the unity, um, the unity has no appreciation of otherness. It is, uh, it's, it's focused on a common humanity, but in a way that is trying to erase difference while Mm -hmm. also maintaining that like gentile christians in particular are closer to gentile like pagans and like it it's later talking about ordering um like christ's body the church being ordered ordered in terms of this like roman household that's like really oppressive 
and all of that has to do with like all of that has to do with being freaked out because the you know being a christian is so different is is ordering power relations so differently um a generation or two out from like the way the you know the power center understands uh power relations how they're supposed to work so that means uh women are having leadership roles where whereas in uh traditional kind of greco-roman households they weren't allowed out of the house um and like people who were enslaved were also equals in the church context like that's in ephesians like being reined in significantly and saying no no this the rules of of the order are still enforced and still um and actually sacralized here like Mm -hmm. like the mainstream the the greco-roman power center um is how we understand god or understand how christ's Mm. body functions um that's assimilation assimilationist and it's violence yeah um but we're not even on that passage right now i'm just talking about i'm talking about i think ephesians 4 we're talking about context because context matters. You're giving the yeah. people the word. Yeah. And, and you're explaining why, why we pick this passage versus the other ones the and other how ones. still trash it is. <laughs> yeah. The other ones are still trash. They're worse trash. <laughs> like it's this is a rough go. And 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 I mean that's a part of right why we do this podcast, right? Is to sort of have these honest conversations for folks who who are told to assimilate, right? Like that's the very audience we're speaking to. Um so to me it makes sense that that all of that was explained because it's important to understand why you were like, mm, the choices for this week were <laughs> were bad and worse <laughs> yes yes 